welcome to a pod of tea podcast your go-to place for teas and chats i'm your host emma and i'm joined today by jack hello hello jack hello how are you hello <laughs> the humor <frocky. laughs> <laughs> today guys we are going to have a lapsang sushong chinese tea mm. i'm very excited about this one this is a smoky tea yeah this is one of the classics is it in my book, in the book that Emma has written, the unauthorised account of what teas are classics and which are not, Lapsang Sushong's in there. I think I've heard you say the name, Lapsang Sushong. Is it Sushong? I'm hoping I'm saying that right. I really should have checked that before I started the book. Shong. That might be it. Lapsang Shangshong. Sushong. Sushong. But, but the point is, I've only ever heard it spoken out of your mouth. So it's a classic in my book. BRB, guys. BRB. And we're back. It is Lapsang Sushong. Yeah. Just just double checked. It is worth double checking because that would be, if you know this tea, this would be the most irritating podcast ever if we kept saying it incorrectly. So, yes, we have got Lapsang Sushong. It is, well, do you want some fun facts now, Jack? Yeah, always. Okay, so. Out the gate. These leaves have been smoked by a pine wood fire. That's what's giving it the signature smoky taste. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it shouldn't be bitter because right. of being smoked. So it should yeah. not need any milk or sugar or honey. I haven't even brought them in. Yeah. That's how, how far I'm trusting my research from later. So the Lapsang Sushong name is referring to... Well, there's a lot... I had a look on the internet. There are so many people debating what the name means and the legend of where this tea came from. But in general, they say that it, it's referring to the type of leaves that are used in the tea mm-hmm. and where it's from. So the tea leaves are actually from the lower part of the tea plant. So these leaves are bigger, they're generally seen as maybe less flavoursome than the smaller leaves that you get at the top of the tea plant, but because it's going to be smoked, it doesn't actually impact the overall tea taste by using these lower leaves. So it's not going to taste smoky? Yeah, it should. Yeah. Oh, it should? Yeah, but oh. the, the fact that you're using the lower, less flavourful, larger leaves from the tea plant isn't going to make this tea taste any worse than... Okay. Another tea. Some Lapsang Sushongs will be made with teas on other areas of the plant, mm-hmm. but as a general rule of thumb, this is where it's coming from. Okay. So that's a little overview. I'm going to tell you about the legend of Lapsang Sushong later. Okay. <laughs> but we've got a tea from Batch here, and they. I had a little look online, and then I panicked because I'd done all this research into a smoked, smoky tea, mm-hmm. and then discovered that they do a Lapsang Sushong that is unsmoked. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, is that the one we have? I think I would prefer the smoky one. Yeah, this is traditionally smoked. Like if I had to try one, it would be good for the smoky mm-hmm. one. Would you, it... would you like to read the notes? The tasting <laughs> the notes. notes? Yeah, okay. On this bit of card, it says, Hearthy, fruity, smoky. This famous black tea from the... This is what you wanted me to say, <laughs> this, isn't it? Wuyi Mountain Range mm-hmm. is... Uh, is placed in baskets and smoked over pinewood fires during processing. This ancient traditional practice borrows a distinct flavour on an already remarkable tea. Remarkable. We're yeah. in for a treat. <laughs> we hope. So you said that people are debating <laughs> debating the history of this tea. They debate the history of it. I'll yeah. tell you the legend of it after we start drinking it. I was going to say, like... are these people debating it, are they from China? Are they People from China will debate the origins okay. of the tea the name of the tea I imagine someone from China will know exactly what this is, is going on the tea yeah. but people uh, I had a little look on one forum and they were saying 
because they're from it's from that mountain region there's not actually mm. a place called lapsang where this no. tea is from and you can actually get lapsang souchong from taiwan as well in a smaller quantity mm. from the formosa region i believe so yeah they they there isn't a place called lapsang mm-hmm. a lot of people now think there is a place called lapsang because right. of this tea and then the souchong most people seem to agree that the Sichuan is referring to the leaves at the bottom and that the Lapsang might be referring to the smoky flavour. Mm-hmm. However, someone else on there went, that's a nice story. <laughs> right. the, the, it's not actually the, called the same thing in Chinese. I didn't write down the Chinese name for this tea, but mm. it's not called Lapsang Sichuan in China. Okay. Lapsang sounds like a name, like an actual person's name. Yes. Now I, I might be wrong about that. <laughs> haven't read it in a long time. And I actually have two copies on the shelf at the moment because I bought the first book of this series and then Jack bought me the box set and now I have two books of it and I need to give someone the second book. (laughs) But I believe in The Long Earth by Terry Pratchett and Stephen Baxter there is a character called Lapsang. Hmm. He was a monk that's been reincarnated into a robot. Ah, so I might be right. Because I swear I've heard the name Lapsang before. Yeah. Referring to someone. So maybe Lapsang Souchong. Maybe Lapsang is a person who came up with this tea. We are creating our own legend here on Poverty yeah, Podcast with this tea. But you found the real legend. We're going to start the rumour mill off again. <laughs> so, but you found the real legend, you reckon? Well, I've found two different legends. Okay. I'm going to tell you the more exciting one. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm also going to tell you what people actually think happened. Right, okay. But first, shall we try the tea? Because that yeah, has been... I've, I even took... I realised I have a teapot bought by my sister Alice that can heat the tea... Ooh. With the little candle, like a tea like candle, tea like candle under the tea. So all this time we've been faffing around with flasks and things. <laughs> we could have just had it gently warming in the corner, and I have took the tea leaves out already, so it hasn't overbrewed. So, should I pour? Could you please? Uh, it's yeah. a lovely, nice brown colour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, like, do you think people in China say, like, you know, they're trying PG tips, and they're like. There's so many legends about the origins the legend of, this of, the tea, of this tea. People debate the origins of this tea, but no one really knows. Is PG, Who is PG? PG Tips is the one with the monkeys in the advert, or is that Tetley? The chimps, yeah, it was PG Tips. I wonder if that's part of the legend. Could you pour a little into that third mug as well? Yeah. Thank you. The third mug? Oh, why is there a third mug? We haven't got a third guest on Pod of Tea right now, but my guest next week will reveal... Uh, in. A fortnight's time will reveal who the third mug went to. Ba, ba, ba. Expertly poured. And the oh and the candle has been blown out in a ceremonious moment of the tea pouring on Pod of Tea Podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I'm very much looking forward to this tea. It looks very dark. Oh. But it is a black tea, isn't it? I can smell the smokiness. Yeah, so can I. Smoked tea? I've never had a smoked tea. And I know that a oh Russian God. caravan blend is renowned for being smoky and it has Lapsang Souchong in, which must be where this that's is, coming from. This is awesome. Already, this is the Already best smell it. of any tea that we've done that's so far. It's really fun. I think cause it's so str- there's nothing subtle about it. I want to try it, but it's really, really hot. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think after, if we like this, we're going to have to get some Russian caravan tea. Yeah. When are you going to get my Palma Violet? <laughs> oh my gosh, I still haven't got you Palma Violet tea. I want my Palma Violet. Ooh. 
Gonna have to do that soon. <laughs> gonna have to do that as an episode. Yes. Although we've got like a million teas in the cupboard. We do, because we got sent some more tea. We got sent some tea from Tea as a Wish blog. Thank you, Ghibli. So I'm, when I take my drink, I won't slurp it this time. Yes, oh my goodness. So hopefully I have saved you guys from the majority of the Jack slurping. When I go back and edit this, I try and take out anything that I would find difficult to listen to. <laughs> Which means the slurping and any like extended pauses where we're drinking the tea or pouring the tea I, I cut those out and jack was on a slurping mission in the previous episode i kept leaning towards the mic and he deliberately did. slurping and i had to send him a message while he was at work saying you are banned you are banned <laughs> from slurping or you'll be banned from the podcast choose your poison this really smells smoky. That's all I'm yeah. getting. I'm not getting anything else. It smells like burning wood. I feel like this tea has sat out by a campfire last night, had a little party with its friends, Yeah. sang some songs with a guitar, is... gone to bed, didn't have a shower, woke up and went, that smells like I had a nice night. <laughs> but this is specifically <laughs> the pine wood. Yes, apple wood. So our secret third guest. <laughs> I shan't tell you, it's too fun. Um, our secret third guest has said apple wood smoked vibes. I agree. Mmm. But like, ah, oh, so strong. Like you, usually when we have a trip tea. By the way, I have, still haven't tasted it. I'm just no. smelling it. Like usually when we have a tea on this podcast, they will like say what the flavour is supposed to be, and then we take a sip and we're like, oh, is it there? Oh, oh, I can't. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I can kind of taste it like this. Mm-hmm. I've never had one where you like this is meant to be smoky and you smell it and you're like, that's exactly what it smells yes, like. Yes, punchy like in the face. Even I'm gonna try it. She's going in. Mm. 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 Yep, that's good. That's really nice. I'm so pleased because the smoky flavour isn't overpowering in the tea itself. No, it's it just... tastes like tea, but there's a smoky. Can you have vibe. milk with this? You could have milk. It's completely personal choice, I think, with any tea. It just said that it didn't necessarily need the milk. And tasting it, I can see why it doesn't need the milk. It's not. It's not bitter. <laughs> well, I guess it is personal preference. Because if I saw someone putting milk in a chamomile, I'd be like, what are you doing? But what then, the heck? Step away from that gut. That's not a tea. It's not a tea. Not a tea. We Herbal have. infusion. Yeah. Disappointing. <laughs> oh my God. The smell is amazing. And then the fact that you're right, the, it doesn't taste smoky. Because it'd be kind How of How have they done that? It'd be kind of off-putting, wouldn't it? Mm. To like taste it and that's all you get. But maybe our breath will stink of smoky pine wood after this. Possibly. <laughs> I'm really impressed. Yeah, this is good. I like this. Mm. Okay, secret third guest has asked if it's caffeinated. Yes, it is. This is a black tea. This is coming from the tea plant, the, the ultimate tea plant that these teas come from. The ultimate tea plant. Ultimate. I need to learn how to say Carnellis Nessalitis, but I haven't yet, and I will. I'm sorry, that's very bad of me. I've been talking Why about this for months. Why don't we get up months. on a phone and see what it says, how to oh, say it? <laughs> so yeah, it is caffeinated, which I'm glad of, because I haven't actually had... A cup of tea yet today so this is very welcome so i have a question for you even though i am a tea master so i'm quizzing you mm-hmm. i already know the answer to this but i'm not going to say it but i'm going to ask you so it says here on the on the bit of card that comes with it it says contents single estate black tea yeah what does single estate mean i believe that means it's come from one place just one place it's not like so would you get teas where the leaves are mixed and they come from various different I locations think so which would be seen as a less desirable tea so single est- oh weird no you don't know the quality of like what's exactly i need to look into this properly i think because 
No, I'll save it for another episode. I'll look into what single estate means properly. Okay, because I see that I've seen that written on a few things, and now we've I'm got it. the milk oolong we had from the Tiger Tea Company. I believe it was from. They specialise in single estate teas, and I, mm. I know that by reading that, it means that it is a very high quality tea. Mm. And in my mind, I have made the assumption that that means that it has come from nowhere else but one singular farm estate. of tea. Yeah, <laughs> estate right. sounds much more pleasant than farm. Tea farm. Mm. Yeah. I do know the answer, but I'm not going to like reveal. Yeah, okay, yes, okay, tea master. I, I am the tea you master. You keep me on I my toes. Everything. Keep me on my toes. I know everything. Like my reaction to drinking this Lapsan Shushong is purely an act. Mm, you I've already de- had. I've, I've had millions of these before. <laughs> when I smelled that smokiness, I was like, "Whoa!" We're it's back. A, oh, look at that! Smells like smoke. Oh, mm. that's new. <laughs> mm. I'm just so. Yeah, when I'm you eat impressed. smoked food, like smoked salmon, um, I had a smoked hummus once. The the smokiness penetrates the food mm. so strongly that if you're not in the mood for that smoked food then you got no hope so do you think because when you were pregnant you had a bit of an aversion to smoked stuff oh yeah a bit of an aversion <laughs> couldn't eat it at all to any smoked foods or anything. yeah do you think you would have even drunk this well this is what i'm now thinking because it doesn't taste i think the smoky smell enough would have would have got me running but it is not like a smoked salmon mm. which is what tipped me over the edge yeah originally it's not like a smoked salmon at all because you've got that it's like when you get a herbal tea and then you smell it and you get this lovely aroma and then you drink it and you're like oh it doesn't taste the way it smelt but in that sense a lot of the time you can be slightly disappointed in this you're not disappointed because there's such a depth of flavor to the tea itself yeah that you're that you're not missing you've got that strong smoky smell but then you've got this other really strong lovely taste underneath it mm. you're not at all bothered it's yeah. like they're just compliment like a little harmony of flavor and smell <laughs> i love it two the two things i'll say i'm impressed with this tea mm. is one the smoky smell leading to drinking it and not tasting the smoky whatsoever although i think the aftertaste I get yeah it's that it's that it's just not it's not as strong and two the fact that the smoky smell I can smell the pine wood, specifically the burning pine wood. Mm. It smells different from other woods it burning. It does, yeah. Yeah, that's like... Well, obviously they use pine wood, but it's like to smell that so specifically is... I'm very impressed. The actual taste of the tea itself when you're drinking it, though, it's nice. It's I like, really like it. Yeah, it's 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 not like a... It's, the smell is very distinct. The taste is like a tea. The taste is like a tea, but it's not got that's that... Not a com- that's it, not a, co- a complaint. It's not got that tannin. It's not got... I think because I've actually for once brewed this tea properly <laughs> and not over-brewed it. I took the tea leaves out at the appropriate time. It hasn't got that bitterness. It hasn't got that tang. It's got that really just lovely tea flavour. Mm. Yeah, lovely. Drinking this, I can see why Batch have made a tea that isn't smoked as well. So you've got the two options because yeah. I wouldn't want to put milk or sugar or honey into this because of the smokiness mm. if it wasn't smoked i might be tempted to do that not because I, I feel like the tea needs it but just to add another layer of that kind of comforting feeling because it is just a really nice tasting tea and when i add those elements to a tea it's like the tea of my life isn't it it's the one i drink yeah. all the time so mm. but one that tastes really really good yeah oh 
Is this like the most we've talked about an actual tea on the episode? Possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly. I think we've both just been very impressed by this. Would you like to hear a tale? Yes. A tale. Into the legend. The legend. The Lapsang Sushong. Of the Lapsang Sushong. I'm going to get my notes up just so I don't forget an important key moment or key character. Oh, I've got another fun fact. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you now. This tea can be used as a stock or a seasoning as well in your food. Wow. Which is quite cool. If you want the smoky pinewood. Yeah, like a smoky taste, which I can totally see because you might want that smoky, smoky let's, taste. Let's do it. Let's use it. Have you got any left? No. <laughs> <laughs> this was part of the, the competition book uh, box ah. where I had all those lovely tea samples. You should get some more. Definitely. I, I, I need to write a list of, of Palmer Violet. Palmer Violet, this. I want to get some more milk oolong because I thought that was absolutely mm. amazing. So, the legend. legend. The legend of the Lapsang Sushong. So, one version of it involves... We have another note. Oh, we have another note from our third secret note. guest. They say, I'd be more inclined oh. to cook with it than drink it. Very, Very savoury. Savory. Mm. I like that take. I like that point of view. Yeah. A savoury tea. This mm. is no dessert tea. This is the, the main course of your tea. <laughs> your tea tasting. Put them on some roast potatoes. Mm. Mm. You know what? Yeah. That would go nice. <laughs> that would go nice. I might need to look into getting some, some more and we'll make some seasoning. So, the legend of the Lapsang Sushong. So they say this was discovered. So there was a tea farmer who was growing his his tea as normal. Mm-hmm. This Lapsang Sushong hadn't even been thought of at this point. Growing the tea as normal. And he would leave it to oxidise to dry in a pinewood shed within this larger building. Mm-hmm. And then some bandits came along. Ooh. And they saw that this tea, the person running the tea farm was doing really well. They were very affluent to the point that they were paying everybody who worked for them really well. Mm. It was all going good. So they went, oh great, we could take a cut of that. So they came along and did that thuggy thing that you see in movies where they're like, oi, you have to pay us money so that we save you from all the bad guys. A.K.A. we're the bad guys, give us money so we don't beat you up. Right. And he went, but I haven't sold my tea yet. It's drying in the pine wood shed. So he and said they it exactly like just that. like that. He sang it because he's a lovely man. Oh why? It's a musical. Um, <laughs> why would you do this to me? Um, the, the bandits went. Oh, okay, wandered off again. And the the tea farmer was a bit concerned, but carried on. And the day before he went to take it to market, mm-hmm. the bandits came back again and went, Oi, you've been paying everyone throughout all this time. You've got lots of money. Look at you, you eating all your food and stuff. Pay us now. And he went, no, <laughs> I can't. So what they did was set fire to his buildings, basically destroyed his estate, set fire to everything. His single estate. His single estate of tea. <laughs> and they, they, they jogged off. So him and all of his workers quickly tried to put all of the fire out and everything. And all that was left was sort of a very charred pinewood shed where the tea was being kept. And he took it out mm-hmm. and the tea was smoky. And he smelt it and went, oh no, my tea is ruined, but I have nothing. I'm ruined. I'm going to have to still try and sell this tea. So he took it down to the docks and a Dutch tradesman was there and went, oh, can I, I always buy tea from you, you're very trustworthy, can I try a sample of your tea? And very nervously he handed it over thinking they, he would be laughed at and told, what, you know, you've lost your knack, sir. And they tried it and went, wow, how original. No one has ever done this tea to tea before. What a lovely smoky flavour, I'll buy the lot. Mm. And then it became a, a, a thing. 
That actually sounds quite believable. Doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, the singing part the I've singing... got a bit of an issue with. I, I mean, every single bandits. reference that I saw referred to him singing to the bandits. So I think we're just going to have to believe. <laughs> that is a little mashup of a few different stories that I, I found about oh, wow. it. That sounds like legit. That it does like sound that legit. The, the real thing. I like that story. The Except cynics. For the fact that he, well, again, I guess he lost his estate and everything. Yeah, but he so. found a new method, and he would have made a, a, a princely sum out of then yeah. turning that that method into. It's just there's no comeuppance for the bandits. That's guess, sad, isn't it? Yeah. Well. Well, you never know. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, what's the other one? <laughs> I was trying to think of what comeuppance could have come for them, and I just stopped talking. <laughs> I was like, maybe they, maybe their clothes smelled smoky, and it made them sad. <laughs> that's not. So that's not a comeuppance. So, the re- the cynics of the world say that actually what happened is that there is a lot of pinewood trees around the areas where this tea is grown, mm-hmm. and to speed up the oxidization process, one day someone went, oh, why don't we dry it over a fire? So the oxidant, you know, the, the drying of the tea leaves turn into black tea. So they did that and then went, oh, that tastes quite nice. That sounds even more realistic. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like that's, that's actually what happened. <laughs> but I like the other legend more. The other legend's more romantic. The, 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 the cynicals, the cynic story, as you put it, sounds more real because they come at it with evidence. Oh, there's pine, there's more pine trees growing in this area. So there's like, they've got some bit of credibility instantly yeah. whereas the other one there was none of that it was like no it was, it was a pinewood shed man a specific maybe the bit. man was called Lapsang maybe I mean that would add more credibility to the story I like both of them yes because the, I like the second one mainly because there's no bandits being evil it's just like a normal day it's a normal day yeah no one's <laughs> lost their entire livelihood no. no one's being set upon but I like the first one by wrongdoers and ne'er-do-wells I like the story of the the other one. Yeah, it's like, you know, make the most of a bad situation. Yeah, or, never or, give up. Yeah, or you never know what, what's going to be around the corner. It might be like the lowest point in your life, and then all of a sudden, boom, you've just made a smoky lapsang. Yeah. Boom, it's 2021. There's a podcast talking about it. Yeah. You never know. You don't know what's going to happen. It's so true. I think when you give up, you can, you can go down the rabbit hole, can't you? Sometimes it is wise to, to say enough is enough of something or another, but... Sometimes if you just push through and you get to the other side of it. But sometimes it's that, sometimes they say in Tron Legacy. Uh-huh. It's uh, his, his um, the advice, what, Flynn's advice to his son is like to do nothing. And it sounds like we can't just do nothing. And he's like, sometimes you just need to sit and do nothing. And then something will come along that will mm. show you the way forward and then you can move on. Yeah. I'm butchering. That's not exactly what he said. <laughs> it's something like that. Because then there's that bit where they end up at the bottom of this elevator and everything's gone wrong. And then he tells them to do nothing. And then they're sitting there waiting. And then this solar sailor train thing comes past and parks up. And they're like, that's what we need to get on. So had they moved on, they would have missed they the train. Missed the train. Probably, yeah, it's that sort of thing. So it's like sometimes in the dark times it is good to just not give up necessarily but just slow down Mm. yeah i also think it's good to focus i kind of i've been thinking about this a lot recently i've kind of been one of those people that's always done a lot of different things Mm. haven't i like i've you know Mm -hmm. i've done music i've done theater stuff i've done events and a lot of the time i've done them all at the same time and then i've started my podcast and i'm really glad that this is episode number 41 now 
Bloomin' heck. There's a lot of episodes, right? Already, yeah. We've stuck with it. Like, there's been, like, two tea breaks along the journey. Yeah. But we've always come back and started, continued with it. Hmm. And I'm glad we've done that. And I think there's something to be said for just doing, for sticking with something and then starting to get to do it very well. Well, I mean, I that was a terrible example of someone who's getting work, <laughs> <laughs> improving a podcast because that was probably the worst grammatical sentence I've ever said. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> oh, gosh. Look, I'm going to sit and do nothing and wait for something good to come along. I know what you meant. <laughs> I got good. <laughs> got good. I got good at the talking. That was when the caffeine kicked in. Yeah. You you didn't expect it. It came, out the, it came from the side. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. You you know that with me, sticking mm. with projects. Like, mm. if I get a project that I'm really, like, passionate about, I'll see it through to the end. You will. Come hell, hell or high water. Come hell or high water, I'll see it through to the end. But, yeah, so... Whereas yeah. I've, I, I flit. You flit. But I haven't flitted with the podcast. No, but that's also because it's fun. Yeah, you it like is doing fun. It. Plus, like, you're drinking tea. Yeah. That's, that's the main thing yeah, is to drink boxes, tea. But also, like, I, I have tried to make a bit of a conscious effort in my mind of saying, no, mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with this. I'm going to keep doing it because I do enjoy it. And the more I do it, like the more further we go down with these, these episodes, the more I'm learning about tea. Yeah, and also, well, it's not just the, the, the teas, but you also will look back on this project and this, uh, and this podcast and you look back at all the episodes you've done and go, wow. Mm. Like you'll be, you'll feel proud of it. Yeah, which is nice. It's a nice feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Who was who was it was saying it? Like I don't know if it's a Japanese YouTube YouTuber that was saying about how everyone everyone should have that one thing that they're very good at. Mm. And I thought that's an interesting. Even though that seems really obvious when you say it out loud, I don't feel like everyone is taught that in life. Like I don't think I. I feel like people have alluded that to me. But I've never really took that on board of going, right, there needs to be that one thing that I'm really good at. And now at this point in my life, there are some things that I know I'm very, very good at. And every now and then I feel like I have to check with myself and go, you know what? Don't don't flit again. Like, try and try and lock into those things and continue to get better at them. It's a balance. Mm. Always a balance. So you might be really good at one thing. But whether you enjoy doing that one thing or not is a whole different story. There has to be. If you enjoy it, though. You've also got to make sure that you don't just find yourself doing that all the time because then you'll never learn anything else. It's always good to find that balance of being Mm. really good at something, hopefully something you really enjoy, but also branching out and pushing yourself and trying to learn some new things. Oh, definitely. And then you might find that you're actually good at five things rather than one thing. But but if you lock into something, you'll become... It's like you in in, in digital drawing, isn't it? Like, you're very good at that now, like because you do it all the time yeah if you were doing that and then went nah I'm going to move on to like a different art like medium like watercolour or oil like it's all different skill sets and it'd be good it's good to flip to those things so like you do a bit of watercolouring but then you keep coming back to the digital art and improving that well it's like like for example in my art I've learnt to balance the watercolours are all for the background of the Mm. frames like the forests and all that sort of stuff but the actual characters and the animals and all that sort of stuff are done in digital art. Mm. So I'd never, I'd never, I don't think I'd ever watercolour a human. I think it would look awful. <laughs> <laughs> but I can draw like a, a very um, exaggerated, stylized human in digital art. And yeah, so you've got... So I think that's the conclusion we're coming to. You, you need multi-skills. But a balance of everything. A balance of everything. But it's good to like get really good at something. 
Yeah. You can. Because like I said a minute ago, like if you find yourself being good at like five or six things, great. But also then you have the problem of what do I do? I enjoy all of this. Mm. So it's then finding the balance of like how to... what, what, I remember what out of those things you really enjoy do you want to focus on yeah because everything's I, fun it's like what do you do at work I remember a phrase being passed around a couple of times they were hiring for a, a position at the place where I work and someone had applied for it and one of the comments was oh they're a jack of all trades and a master of none mm. and I think this particular person had applied for different various different roles in a lot of different departments and it kind of gave the impression that they weren't passionate about one thing. Mm. They were just after anything. So then what happened was that then other people would come in who were passionate about that one thing, applying for that one job, and they, they would pit them to the post because they were better at it. Yeah. It's interesting because you feel like you think back to like, I don't know, 200 plus years ago, you would have like villages where one family would specialise. I'm talking about like British sort of villages mm. one family would like specialize in being a blacksmith yeah and or they, the thatchers yeah or the thatchers or the bakers mm. like all that sort of stuff and they're so good at their job that they're the one in the town or the village that you rely upon to get that job mm. done and obviously then they rely on you to provide them with the shoes if you're a, a cobbler. You cobbler or you know whatever it is so it's in, in the modern world, it's like we're so spoilt for choice. Mm. It's like you're not just tied down to be the baker anymore. No. But if you find... But then again, you might find that you're really good at baking and then you start a YouTube channel and then it takes off this that way. It. It's I like a different version of... Hasn't the, that just been wonderful during lockdowns and everything? There seems to have been this sudden burst, a sudden flurry of people going, you know what, my side hustle, my side hustle that I do for fun that actually brings me so much more joy than my day-to-day nine-to-five. People are now wanting this stuff because they're at home and they're on the social media more and, and you're getting more mm. exposure. And they're, so they're turning it into their jobs or a much more weighty side hustle. Like, yeah. I just see, I've seen so many small businesses suddenly take off with people like crocheting things, baking things. It's been great. It's so nice. And I, like, I for one, definitely with small businesses small local businesses in norfolk the ones that have made their presence very known over social media throughout this whole pandemic you i I feel like almost like a loyalty to them now with their products and things they made me want to get them through what they were putting online and then as soon as it was legally okay to do so i would go and get them i'd get a crepe yeah well there's there's also there's the because of like what was going on with these lockdowns and all that sort of stuff there is this need to like you want to see people you mm. want you you want to help people and all that sort of stuff as much as you can mm. so that's a, a big driving force of it as well mm-hmm. it's like you look at these guys putting out their crepes for their local crepe crepery mm. in, in in where we live and then you you get that urge to be like no I want to support them because they're like the one I like crepes two they they'll be struggling more than big businesses mm. and it's like that there's that behind it as well. Mm. Yeah, it's fascinating. It is. Fascinating. Oh, what a journey we've been on with our Lapsang Sushong. I know. But which legend is real? We'll never know! We'll never know! <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Well, I want to wrap things up there. Mm. I'm probably going to make another cup of tea. As I said, that was my first tea of the day. It was early morning. I need more tea. <laughs> yeah. Probably a decaf. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for listening, everyone. This has been lovely. lovely. I, I say this sometimes as if you are actually here in the room with us having this chat. That's, That's how it the feels. Point. I know, it feels like it. Thank you for listening to us <laughs> chat. I hope you've had a lovely cup of tea while you did so. And if not, go pop that kettle on. And we'll be back in a fortnight with another tea and another chat. Yeah. Doodaloo. Bye.